Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-game. If you have been kicking yourself that you didn't start investing in real estate sooner, let's start 2021 off on a good note by getting you into some real estate, whether you're beginner, intermediate, or advanced. Any way you're looking to get it on a residential, commercial, land development, wholesaling, fix and flips, whatever it is, let's find a way to get you involved in some projects, get you some properties, whether you want to sell some properties to me, whether you want to buy some properties from me, whether residential, fix and flip, cash flow, multifamily, whatever it is you're looking for, let's figure out a way to get you involved or find a way for us to partner up on some deals. www.nicknicknick.com slash links. You will see all the different ways to connect with me and figure out how we can start to work together, make it happen. Everybody that invests in real estate always just says they wish they did it sooner. Best time to start is today. All right, my guest today on the A-Game podcast is a New World Marketing Order podcast host. He's the chief marketing officer at ProChoice Network. It's a contractor's hub. He is founder of Chrome Leads, a sales and personal development expert, a lead generation specialist. And we're going to talk a little bit about how he helps build out businesses and build out marketing for different companies, especially contractors. Welcome to the A-Game podcast, Billy Bat. Hey, man. How you doing, brother? Great to, great to be here, man. Thank you for having me, man. I'm really excited for this one. Um, you know, I knew it was a, we, we ended up having to reschedule, but hey, man, you know, that's how it goes, man. Life happens, but we, we pulled it together and now we're back on the show. So thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for being on, man. I'm excited. I know you are grinding like crazy. You're building up a business. You're scaling it huge. You're taking no prisoners and you're doing the podcast on top of that. So I can yeah. definitely relate to when the day piles up with stuff. And then there's a podcast and you're like, how do I stop? So I get it, man. Anytime someone's like, dude, the day's crazy. Can we reschedule? I'm like, easy, yeah. no problem, man. We'll give everybody a little bit of a, just a preview of you as we go deeper. So like a 30,000 yeah. foot view who you are. Yeah. So um, I actually, um, I'll give you a, like a background. Like I actually ended up um, on the streets when I was a young teenager, um, turned that around and went and uh, that's a, that's a real deep story. I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> from there uh, we, I ended up, you know, leaving that life and, and I went to the oil field. I worked in the oil field for eight years in Northern, Northern Canada, Northwestern Canada, all over Alberta, Saskatchewan, BC, uh, working 12 hours a day. And, and I was uh, producing music on the side and, and I, um, I didn't want to work in the oil field anymore because I had a daughter and uh, didn't also want to be a broke producer. So I got into marketing and I built my marketing business while working 12 hours a day in Northern Canada, whether it was in the winter or the, or the heat. So you can imagine the kind of work ethic that goes into that right there alone. Um, and then moving forward from there, um, I ended up building the company. I, I branched out, this was, I don't know, like three years ago. And from there, we, we started building systems for contractors. I've worked in real estate, uh, uh, whether it was motivated seller leads, buyer and seller leads for realtors and brokers. 
Um, but we went heavily focused on the contracting industry. Um, there was a lot more money um, to be made quicker. Uh, I found a lot of realtors were also a bit broke, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it, it's nothing against them, but it's like, you know, it's either they're either winning or they're not winning. There's no, I found there was no gray area there. Um, and then from there, now I'm part owner in a couple roof companies. We build out systems, follow-up systems, sales systems, processes, uh, scripts, automation, ads on Facebook, Instagram, Google. Um, and then we have our own proprietary software that generates five to six million leads a month as well. Um, and then we're heavily growing ourselves. Um, and we just started consulting agencies as well that work with contractors because um, we, we found out that there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of people teaching some stupid stuff. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? I don't, you can well. say whatever you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> I almost I was like st st stuff shit. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. No, um, but yeah, there was a lot of people that were just, you know, teaching other marketing companies. And that's why there was a big gap in a lot of roofing companies hate marketing companies, even though they need each other. But they just have a big sour taste because everyone, all these other guys are teaching them the world. And then um, next thing you know, they're selling marketing packages and then they're in my inbox asking for help. And I was like, okay, well, I talked to my partner. I'm like, dude, we either going to tell everyone to screw off or we're going to capitalize on this. So now uh, since December, we've been consulting agencies and we've already got guys that are closing, you know. Uh, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar deals, and then their their clients are also winning because they're using our system. So uh, we're doing a really good thing there. And then I also uh, started the Veterans of North America Foundation uh, not too long ago, and we donate now to veterans who are in need of uh, food and shelter. And then we're actually going to start getting into showing them how to start their own online businesses as well. That's amazing, man. That's really good stuff. I love every piece of that. You're, you're again, checking all the boxes for, you know, grinding, but giving back, you know, yeah. so, uh, I think that's awesome, man. There's something about every time I talk to somebody who's initially not from here and they come over here, they always have a really strong work ethic. I, I love that. Yeah. Is that that just something in the water over there? I don't know. What, in Canada? <laughs> um, yeah. So like we, like the ones that are all work, there's a lot of lazy people out here. Don't get it twisted. There, there <laughs> is. Um, but there's also a lot of people who work really hard. We just got the work ethic in us. It's just, we've been raised. A lot of us have been raised, you know, you work hard and, and, and things pay off. And sometimes it doesn't just pay off just working hard. You also have to work a little smart um, and do a little bit of research, but you know, especially coming from the oil field, like we're, just bred to work long, long hours. If I work an eight-hour day, I'm like, what the hell do I do with the rest of my day? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. just built for 12, 16-hour days. Um, and I literally have had to learn how to shut it off to spend more time with, with my family and daughter because it's like my mind just still goes. I'm just used to work when I wake up and when I get to it. Uh, by the time I shut down, my brain has to be literally exhausted to shut down. I can literally see it. Like every time I talk to you, I can see that your brain's going and going and going. And going yeah, and yeah. And my one buddy calls me high octane. He's like, dude, yeah. you're always full of energy. He's like, what is that? He's like, is that the coffee or Red Bull? I'm like, no, dude, that's that's literally me at 15 minutes after I wake up to 15 minutes before bed, dude. Nice, man. Well, it's cool because yeah. it shows that you're passionate about what you do. And I, I know you have a lot of different things you do and a lot of different types of people you work with. And I thought what you were doing was interesting because like when you and I started talking, I was like, what do yeah. I need right now? And I was like, you know yeah. what? I could use like a new, a new avenue to get some fresh contractors. And you were like, easy, I can do that. So talk yeah. a little bit about not only that, but I know that you were a good guest for this because a huge problem people have yeah. in real estate is contractors and being that you have a network of contractors oh. that you work with, 
I figure you're you're a great fit for referrals of uh you know because you know both sides of it. So yeah. talk about what you're doing with contractors and some of the stuff that you're doing with marketing. Okay, yeah. So I can talk about that, but like, let me ask you one question here. So I'll bring that in. But like, what do the real estate people in your niche need? Like, do they need to connect and build referral partnerships with contractors? Is that what you're thinking, or like? What, what they, need, they need reliable people to fix their properties. Oh, they, they need reliable contractors. So, yeah. so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, you know what I mean? It could be a two, that's a two way street. Um, yeah. I'll tell them what I'm doing with the contractors and then we'll get into it. So well, um, well, let me, let me back that up because what you said is interesting too, because a lot of people that I know wholesale. So if they're wholesaling yeah. and there's a way that they can make a referral on a contractor network, yeah. I don't know anybody who would be opposed to making more money. Yeah. So like we actually build out a lot of referral systems. We actually can automate connecting with like 150 people a day. And then we can show you also how to set up some paid ads as well. And then automate that into your CRM as a referral partner. Um, and then you could even like set up a quick, easy ad is like, Hey, you a contractor looking to make some referral money, working with a real estate professional. He's like, uh, I'll be paying like a thousand to $2,500 referral fees, for example. And then you'll get people like, hey, they're just scrolling through. They're like, hey, man, maybe, you know, and they'll click on that ad and they'll be like, they'll be interested in the conversation because everybody wants to make a couple of dollars. But if you make it like, if you're saying $500, nobody's really interested in 500 bucks as a contractor. But if you say a thousand to 2,500, they're like, okay, now maybe I'm interested, right? It's like that little bit extra gets their attention, right? It's like, um, but yeah, so moving forward, if they're going to do that, you connect with them and then just start building that pipeline, building that relationship there through that. And then you have nice messaging as well. We can get into messaging, but for finding contractors that are able to do what they say that they, they do that are reliable. Now that depends though, because you have a lot of people in real estate that are trying to pay the bottom dollar. Right. So if you, it, that's where it comes down to like, you get what you freaking pay for. Right. Because if you're trying to just pay them as a handyman fee and you need this guy to put on a brand new roof, well, you could also probably go through the insurance and get that brand new roof replaced without having to pay for that full roof and then connect with a really quality contractor. Then from there, from him building that roof, what you can say to him is like, hey, um, not only did we just do this business, but hey, if you're driving by any of your projects or your team and they see some rundown houses, Tell them to give me a shout. Just give me the address and we'll cross-reference it and try and contact a homeowner. It might be a deal. And then if we close that deal, then what we can do is we can set you up with another referral fee on top. And then if you close that deal and it's got a bad roof, you could also get them to do that other roof again. So that's a win-win-win. That's a triple stack right there. Yeah, I love that, man. I've always been a big proponent of that. If anytime I'd send a contractor in and they'd want the work, if they didn't get it, I'd be like, well, now I got two contractors that are motivated. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what I want now. I want a house just like this. You find it for me. And like, mm -hmm. so the way like, like people normally, like they find the deal and then they get the comps and the realtor figure out yeah. what it's worth and then get the contractor's bid. And this was just a Tetris of that of like, okay, I have the deal. I have the contractor's bid. Let me just look up the value. Like you, but you have those main pieces. And just like you said, man, most of the people, everybody that I've talked to that's taken a beating on a deal, it's always because they're trying to cut corners on the construction and like you, you get what you pay for, man. You're not going to get yeah. a $3,000 rehab for 15 grand. Uh, yeah you know and, I, and that's just like you know like you get like i was saying you get what you pay for and when you cut those corners and like that's an, it doesn't this isn't even a, in a, a, a concept for just real estate this is anything like if i cut corners on my marketing campaigns and just half-ass it together guess what happens my i get phone calls that next week saying hey man what the hell's going on with these campaigns right 
because I just slapped it together and I didn't put my effort in. But if I put my effort in and my team puts the effort in, uh, which we've, I've sort of stepped out setting up the campaigns uh, on some, I still do, but we have our team trained, but even then I make sure that I still cross-reference and overview everything and make sure that they're setting it up correctly and their automations. We have follow-up systems. And then we even give outbound tasks to our sales team as well on top of our automation follow-up. So we want to make sure we're hitting them nine ways till Sunday, but, if I'm not doing my part, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to be getting a phone call next week saying, yeah. hey, Billy, what the hell's going on with these freaking leads, man? Or what's going on with the system? It's broken. Yeah, yeah that's great, man. I agree a thousand percent. You get what you pay for and you, you cut corners, you're going to you're gonna cut your results. But that's so it. talk a little bit about your bread and butter. Like what, what's the biggest focus you have right now or the biggest way that you're helping people in your business? So we just rolled out. So we've done done for you marketing we stopped doing done for you marketing so what we do is we work with the people that we that that hire us and we build the systems for their business with a bit of consulting on top so they pay us for the system and for the consulting and now we're also building out residential and commercial systems for like roof solar hvac and then we're consulting also agencies as well um so that's like sort of our main focus right now but we also have another program coming out um, this week. And this is this program, we just got approved for 50 million um, in funding for contractors because they work with insurance work. So what will happen is they're waiting on a bunch of insurance checks and they got to stop building because they don't have enough capital. So now we're able to get that um, job completion certificate. Once it's completed, we get that and we have a process to get them funded so they can keep building. And then we make like a seven to 10% margin on the funding, or not seven to ten? Is it seven to ten? I don't remember. I think it's seven percent. Seven percent on the margins for, for the financing, and then that'll. So that's already cool, and then that's coming out, and we're already going to be rocking that out heavy. Plus, storm season's coming, and then we also have a solar panel program coming out where we're able to get the high quality panels for the for what people are paying for low quality. So what's going to happen is they're going to make an extra three to $7,000 a deal. We're going to make a thousand dollars a deal. Plus they're going to want to buy our marketing systems because the panels are just going to pay for the marketing for free. And then some. That's awesome, man. I, I love every part of that. And I know that you, you really scaled your business in a short amount of time. You saw a lot of profit. I think the last time we talked, you were up to like 90 grand in the first month or something like that. Yes, we're at about 110,000 in six weeks, I think it is, because we had to take us, we actually had to let two of our sales guys go, uh, they just weren't doing uh, the bare men. And honestly, you can't, you can't motivate people who don't want to work. Um, plain and simple. It's just that that's just it. So when you have a sales team, you can tell when your sales guys are freaking working, like, you can tell by the communication, their interaction. Like, if I got to keep asking you questions, I know you're not doing what you're supposed to do, even as a remote team. I got my one guy, man, the guy's in here. He's like, dude, he sends me a voice message like every hour and a half, two hours. Just had a call with this guy. Just had a call with this guy. This is what this is doing. And then he's like, okay, I think that I might need you on this next call because it's an intricate deal. Okay, cool. And he knows what's going on and I can tell. And he's working all day and he's also sending his end of day reports, right? The other guy's now sending end-of-day reports. I can see in their system that they're not doing their follow-up task. Uh, dude, see you later. Then I, I want to find somebody who wants to work because there's a potential to make a shit ton of money here. Not just me, you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you can make a ton of money. So it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, no, we had to take a little slingshot back. Um, 
But now we got two new hires who are going to be our qualifying setters, and they are just they're just stoked. They're excited, um, very highly motivated. Love that we have all this training for them. Like we have training for them five days a week. Everything like you can't ask for more. We we invest in our team. That's another thing. We really invest in our team. I don't just throw people to the wolves. Like they've got coaches that they hop on with every single day for an hour. They hop on with us for an hour for follow-up training, product training, everything. So like by the time they're, they're ready to actually hit the phones, they've just got a, a whole bunch of ammo that they can start shooting off. That's unbelievable, man. That, then that kind of led into the next question I was going to ask, because again, there's a lot of people that have different businesses, whether they're real estate or not. And you yeah. see that there's always a high turnover, especially with salespeople. So I was going to ask um, two questions. One, I think you already answered about how to keep them trained and keep, keep on top of them and keep yeah. track of them. But the other thing is any, any advice for somebody starting out that's looking to scale and bring on a team, what would you tell them for something to do and something not to do? Okay. If they're just starting out, um, yeah. okay. So you're, first you're of all, up. Yeah. yeah. So when I first started hiring salespeople and I hired for a sales team, I made a monster mistake. That mistake was that I had everything in my head. Get whatever's in your head, your sales processes, your, your qualifying questions, all this stuff, get it into a freaking Google Doc or get it into some sort of system where you can have so they need because they can't see what you know, right? They need to see what you know on freaking paper. Like you need to be like, this is like this. This is like that. This is how we qualify them. This is how we know if they're ready for a deal. This is, you know what I mean? That needs to get on paper somehow, some way, video training, just get it out. First of all, that's my, one of my number one mistakes I made because I, as soon as I hired some people, I was like, damn, I am not ready for this. Right. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm not ready for this at all. Like I thought I was ready. And then I learned real quick, but what that made me do was get ready 10 times faster. Right. So then you have that. And then I would recommend once you do have your systems out and you're, you're ready to start bringing on a guy to train, um, you want to vet them a little bit. Like you would definitely want to make sure that they are really highly motivated and excited to work for you and know why they want to work for you. Not just for the money, but like, do you have a bigger vision, mission, goal? Like, are you trying to help other people after? Is it helping, like us, we're helping veterans and we're, we're rolling out another foundation for homeless and sick children, right? So they know that with us, we're not just making money, which is great, which is always great, but we're also gonna be giving back and helping other people. And people deep down love to help other people, even, they, even if they know that just a little bit is a lot. So that there is another one. So we got getting your systems and everything dialed in and down, having your mission and, and a little bit of a vision and where you want to take it. We're going to take this real estate company. We're going to have 2,500 units in the next four years, whatever it is, that's your goal, right? That's your mission. And our mission is to like empower other real estate people as well at the same thing at the same time. So you have that, you have your mission, you have that, and then you vet them. And then, when you're training, when you're bringing somebody on, start with one. And then once you have one and you know that that works, now bring on three. Bring on one, then bring on three. So, and that's, and then, you, and then you're going to bring on them three, and you and that one person are going to train those three people. And what you want to do is you almost want to pyramid it as much as that sounds like, you know, but <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like yeah, you yeah, want to have one, one person that'll help three 
And then if like one or two of those stick, maybe you bring another one person in, but now you're stepping out of the training role and into the CEO role from the manager. So you started as the, as, as you know, boots on the ground, putting in the work, you're the grinder, you built out your systems and processes. You brought on one person. Now you're also still doing sales, but you're also managing too. Now you're, now you're splitting the roles. Then you want to get that guy up to par and then start trying to get them into splitting the roles as well. Unless you find that they're not going to be good for the management position, maybe just bring on an actual manager and bring on three people. But you need to have somebody else closing deals too before you start. Because like what I found was I brought on too many people too quick. And maybe even two people could be good. Two people might be good, but it's still, remember, you got two people now. It's the double the work for management. And uh, making sure you're keeping up with Kardashians by, by being able to keep them keep them in line. So that's what I that's what we did. Um, and it's been working really well. Um, and that there was the new consulting business, $110,000 in sales in, in like five weeks, six weeks. That's amazing, man. So you, you yeah. have the consulting business, you have the marketing business, you're helping out with the contractors. Um, what yeah. other stuff do you have going on right now? Um, so, so yeah, the RCV program and the panel program, um, that's all. So RCV is getting signed this week. We've already got designated roles of what we need to build. Um, so that stuff will be coming out and we've already got a lot of people in-house to help with that. Cool. And then I have the new World Marketing Order podcast, of course. Yeah, yeah that there is. Uh, I do that. That's just like, I, I find I just get great connections from it. And I have fun just kicking it with a couple people. Um, and it's, it's been really good, man. I'm, I'm, we, we pushed through 2020, right? Like one of the biggest things, man, I found that that really led us to like where we're at now was like, stay away from the fucking news. Turn yeah, that yeah. thing off. Like turn that thing off, stop scrolling Facebook, like pick your, like allocating your time, allocating your time. I can tell you the one trick that, that got me, if I started doing this, I don't know, about a year ago. And I used to just like sort of wing everything and things were going this way and the other way. I have, I live by my calendar now. Like if I'm going on a date with a chick, it's going in the calendar. If I'm eating, it's going in the calendar. My daughter time goes in the calendar. My business time, my meetings, my trainings, everything goes in the calendar. Because if it doesn't go in the calendar, I won't even remember it anymore because I got too much going on, right? When you start getting so busy and you start growing a team and you start having your hands in three different pots, you're not going to remember everything. You'll wake up in the morning and be like, what the hell do I do today? I literally wake up. I'm like, okay, what's on the calendar today? right and and that's how i know what i'm doing for that day and then i have my assistant who keeps me organized so i'll be like hey i need you to do the xyz this this and this ever wanted to play the drums or do you want to get your kids some drum lessons to burn some of that energy while they are all locked up take advantage of a free drum lesson with one of the tri-state area's most respected drummers dan lamagna dan lamagna has played in such bands as crown of thorns suicide city biohazard the Real Mackenzie's, Sworn Enemy, The Walls of Jericho. He has played all over the world, and he is also endorsed by such companies as DW, Vader, and Sabian. Dan has taught tons of people from all different age groups and all different music styles. He can teach adults, kids, advanced, beginner, any types of styles from metal, all different types of percussion, whatever style you want. Get a free drum lesson today from Dan. All you need to do is text the word drummer, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to 
800-632-0585. Again, text the word DRUMMER, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to the number 833-632-0585 for your free online drum lesson. And then that's another thing, too, first hires. Who, who would you hire for your first hire, my man? Let me ask you that. Who would, if in the real estate business, would you hire, would you hire someone in sales or would you hire the admin? And then it's like, but that depends on what you're good at too. Cause some people want to sure. get in real estate and they're not really the greatest at sales. Right. Yeah, my, my first hire was an executive assistant. Yeah. Well, is that cause you were good at sales though? Um, yeah, I mean, not, not necessarily because I was good at sales. I think it was just because I needed somebody who could help with a lot of the, I, I was not organized, you yeah. know, and a lot of the tedious tasks that like yeah. somebody who would, had good common sense could really figure out for me. You know, I was yeah. trying to eat up a lot of the stuff that wasn't revenue generating. So I figured I could put her on and she was, she's been awesome. Yeah, no, my, my, my first hire was my assistant too. Um, because I am the most unorganized person ever. <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm good. I come, I come, I fuck shit up. I leave and I need someone to come clean up the mess that I made. Right. Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's sort of how it is. Like, and like, even she's been with me now, about a year now, it's been a, been a year now. Remember also, I didn't bring this up. Um, so I had, um, my marketing business was doing really well. And then I got into the shiny object syndrome uh events we were doing events at the end of 2019 and i literally packed all my stuff up from toronto threw it into my uh, at a chrysler 300 i drove it all the way down to uh arizona and i was working on some stuff with events and the people that i was working with were not um who they said they were and it ended up costing me almost seventy five thousand dollars. and i drove back up to Alberta in December with only like $400 in my bank account and spent it all on gas just to make it back. Hustled in my parents' spare bedroom for two and a half weeks, made a quick eight grand so I could make it back to Ontario for my daughter's um, my daughter's uh, Christmas. For, I made it on Christmas Eve. I finally made it. I've had to fix up my car, get a new place and started pretty much at zero started fresh over again but then what that taught me was i knew where my focus was and that enabled me to take everything i knew and focus right back into my agency and 10x it right away so while everybody was still you know all good and things were decent i was starting from square one and then covid hit and then i was already on that work 16 hours a day mode so i didn't that didn't slow me down i was already my snowball was already rolling. So by the time we made it through this and then I did a quick assessment, we knew that contractors weren't going nowhere because restaurants were going down, gyms were going down and we're like, man, contractors ain't going nowhere. Let's keep it going. And, um, and now they, we know they need us more than ever because door knocking is illegal in a lot of places now. Oh. Right. Right. You can't really be knocking doors in a lot of places because covid <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. literally because of covid so it was like a blessing in disguise for our business for that to happen covid was actually really good for our business um for a lot of people we're not so fortunate but um you know and that's where people had to pivot really quickly a lot of pivoting a lot of a lot of moving is going on right now and it's still happening it's sure it's still happening still people are still trying to innovate and it's uh crazy out there but if you if you focus if you focus on you, you know you can be distracted i could get distracted all day but i focus and that's why we win i love that man i think that that's one of the most important words i forget which um 
what I was watching, but they were, I think it was the Warren Buffett special where yeah. they have Warren Buffett and Steve Jobs, I think it was. Oh, no, no, okay. it was Bill Gates, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. And they gave me a piece, of pa- a piece of paper and they said, in one word, write down the most important thing you need to be successful. And then they both held up their papers separately and they both said focus. So I a thousand percent agree with that, man. I struggle yeah. with it, but I know that it's important. But your story is amazing, man. All, all those things you did to, to grind and hustle and just not give up and be persistent and find your way back and then rebuild and make it there and oh, yeah. keep your priorities, man. That's exactly why you're successful. And that's exactly why I love talking to people like you on this podcast, yeah. man. I, I think that that's amazing. And people will be surprised about the amount of work you can get done in like three, six months. Like if you like are literally focused, like all I did was just shut out all distractions and immerse myself in my business and whenever i'm listening to something like obviously before before i even hopped on the podcast i had a couple little bit of my hustle music on but i'll listen to that to like you know get me excited and then but other than that like i'm listening to copywriting stuff i'm listening to sales stuff i'm listening to other marketing strategies i'm reading books in the evening like if you want to be that extra person that you want to, you want to make it, you want to make a million dollars, then act like a millionaire. You ain't going to get there doing like partying every single weekend and, and watching movies after five every night. It's just not going to happen. Like Elon is one of my favorite entrepreneurs. He, he talks about, you know, if you work weekends and you work 12 hours a day, you'll get what most people get done in a year and you'll get it done in like a third of the time. And if you're super productive, you'll get what most people do in a year done in a year in a month and a half. Right. So if you're super productive with that time that you are doing the overtime work in, then you're, you're already smoking people times 10. Thousand percent, man. It's been a huge focus of uh, everything I've been doing for the last 18 months is just trying to be more efficient with the time that I have. And I a thousand percent agree. You start to get habits. You start to see the stuff that's really not effective, yeah. the stuff that's not making you money. So I love all that, man. And uh, I, I know you got a lot to do, but I, I like to finish off with what we call the uh, the victory lap. And I ask you a few questions in closing that uh, oh, cool. your, your opinion on stuff. So the first one is, um, do you have a favorite app or a favorite website? Okay, I have a, I have a golden nugget of an yeah, app. Yeah. So there's an app called Scribed, S-C-R-I-B-D. And now this here, it's like, it's like audible, but on steroids. So you don't have to pay for, I I'm reading now on there. It's like nine, eight, nine bucks a month. And I'm, and I'm reading books that are 250, $500 books. And I can find reports from like Jay Abraham and Dan Kennedy and Chet Holmes. And um, I actually ended up, uh, I watched a little series the other day. I don't watch too much TV, but I, I, I found one. It's uh, Lupin, Lupin. It yeah, was yeah. all about the thief, the thief, and I felt, and then now I'm, I'm actually reading that book too. I, I found it really intriguing. So, and that's all stories from 1905 and stuff like that. And I like to dig into history. A lot of y'all get into your history. If you're not reading your history, learn your freaking history. You'll understand about what's going on right now too. Um, but yeah, that app, Scribe, S-C-R-I-B-D. It's freaking amazing. Tons of awesome nuggets there for, for anybody. Awesome. I'm going to check that out. Do you have a favorite quote? Um, dude, uh, there's a couple of good quotes, man. Um, like, let me just, I'm trying to figure out a good one. That was one that I had the other day. Um, pretty much like one of my good quotes, man, is honestly like you get what you put in, man, at the end of the day. Um, there's no skipping the hard work at the end of the day. You get what you put in at the end yeah. of the day. 
right? Like as much as people look, everyone wants a silver bullet. Here's your silver bullet. Do the fucking work. I love that, man. That's plain, plain <laughs> and simple, but true, man. It's like, it's like, dude, like there's no getting around it. Um, and when you do the work, people will notice. You might not think so right away. You might not notice right away, but I get people now in my messages that are like, hey, man, I see what you're doing. Keep it up. And people that will yeah. follow up with me and people that will hate on you will start asking for jobs. I, already got, <laughs> I just had a guy who actually hated on me about a year ago just ask me for a job today. So there you go. What, what's the whole thing? Uh, the people that are criticizing you will ask you to employ them one day. It's, it's exactly yeah. true, man. It's that, literally that's just, literally what I do here, man. Like That's the whole premise behind like the A game. It's like bring your A game to everything you do, even if it's just, you know, like mopping floors or, or yeah. painting houses or whatever it is. Yeah. Because yeah. other people that are bringing their best, that are successful, are going to notice that characteristic in you, and that's yeah. what's going to get you there. But I hear a lot of, um, you know, oh, even comedians and stuff. Like I think I was talking to Joel Trulio, and he was filming a show, and yeah. just you know that mindset of you're always looking for the next thing. He was saying something along the lines of like he wasn't into it, he wasn't really giving his best because he's like, this isn't the thing I want to be doing. This is just the stepping stool to that. And they were mm. like, somebody pulled him aside and was like, if you don't treat this like the most important job ever there's yeah. probably not another job. So you have to go into everything with that attitude. People mm -hmm. will notice that and give you something else on, but like, that's where it all comes from, man. Yeah. So I love how you, how you, how you do anything is how you do everything. That's my favorite quote. That's the one right <laughs> there. That's the one right there. That is the quote. I live by that too. Yeah. yeah. I love that, man. Cool. So yeah. another question is, is there anything that you wish people asked about you or knew about you? Ooh, do I wish anybody asked about me? Um, I don't, I don't really know. At this point, I'm not really, I don't really, I'm not sure if I even try and think about that right now because I'm so caught up in what I'm trying to do, right? Like, like who I was yesterday is not who I am today, right? So it's like, you, if you ask me something about me now and you catch me in a year from now, in a year from now, I'm going to be so much more of an elevated mindset than I was that last year. If you would have asked me five years ago that I would be, when I was in the oil field, that I'd be consulting people from all over the world and building out systems, I would have told you you're freaking high, right? <laughs> so whoever you at, like when you asked me five years ago, oh, don't you wish people knew stuff about you? It's like, well, honestly, I want people to know me for the stuff that I'm doing, not for the stuff that I've done. Cause I've done some things when I grew up in the streets that I'm not proud of, but I've moved past that. and and I'm doing everything I can in my life now to make the, to affect everybody's life around me in a positive manner. Right. So if I can do that, I can help some people out. I give like, even sometimes I give little mini consults to people for free, just cause I know they need the help. The next, thing you know, I got a message yesterday morning. This lady's like, thank you for that uh, remark on the follow-up and the deposits for closing my first remodeling deal. She just closed three remodeling deals in a week and a half using um, a 10-minute consult with me. And then she's going to be probably upgrading and buying my services later on. That's right? awesome, man. Yeah. Right? But that's just me just like, hey, I just want to help people right now like i'm obviously you know you got to think about yourself because if i can't if i can't help myself i can't help anybody else so you got to make your own money but then at the end of the day you still want to be able to help others and you know just uh when you start making your money too um i know there's a lot of people they start making money and they let it get to their head don't let it get to their head um, yeah man I, i've learned that it can be it can be made very fast and it can go very fast so you oh, gotta yeah. make sure you appreciate it 
Oh yeah, I, I took some. I've taken money losses. I know what it's like to be broke. I know what it's like to be on, you know, be, to ball out. You know, I know what it's <laughs> like to do all that stuff. I've done it, um, but now I'm just I'm focused on growing things and making sure that my my family's taken care of. Man, that's it at the end of the day. I love that, man. You had a couple of really powerful points in there. Like it's what I've done is not who I am and I'm going to try and be better today than it was yesterday. I, I love all that stuff. And uh, what, like talking about quotes, I love that whole phrase that every sinner has a future and every saint has a past. Like it's, yeah, it's true, man. And, you know, I talk to more and more people that like some of the child stars like David Faustino. And like, when I asked them like, Hey man, how'd you make it through without winding up on the, on like the six o'clock news or on celebrity rehab or one? Oh these, yeah. You know? Yeah. And he was like, dude, he's like, they're just, I was lucky that, social media wasn't around nobody saw the stuff I was doing and I start to feel like a lot of that you know there is a little bit of that that Russian roulette involved that everybody's messed up everybody's made bad decisions some of us just haven't gotten caught man you know so oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah dude I made some crazy decisions when I was young and I thank god it was only in the flip phone age at that time yeah uh, you know what I'm saying where people didn't even want to text because it took too fucking long yeah yeah you gotta hit the, the one yeah, four the, yeah, times yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no, but those are good days. I'm not even gonna lie. I thought about my hard times and when I was, you know, back in the streets. I was like, you know, actually, even though hard those times were, those were still good times. Like I learned a lot from that, and that's that's also why, like, you know, like, uh, when I tell people I'm only 30, they're like, "What? You're only 30?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Well, because I've been on my own since 13 years old, pretty much. So I've I, I've had to grow up quick and I had to learn lessons fast. So when I was 17. I was doing uh, the 17 year old kids that were my age. I already did that when I was like 13, 14 and was doing all that. So that allowed me to move forward in life faster and fail faster. I failed really fast. That's what I'm going to say. I failed fast. And that's where, that's where I am today. But I learned as well. Some people don't learn from their, their mistakes and keep making them over and over. Agree, man. I think you got a lot of key points and I think you have a lot of wisdom for your age and obviously a lot more experience than most people do. So mm. I love all that, man. Um, what, what is something if you had a time machine, knowing what you know now about life and business, if a younger Billy Bat came and asked you for advice today, what mm. advice would you give a younger you? Um, stop hanging out with strippers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I had to throw a joke in there. Um, no, we, I, I would, uh, I would have said that um, I would I would have probably used my my oil field money and my other money that when I was uh, young uh, to to invest it better, invest my invest my money better early, and in Bitcoin. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but I would actually yeah would have invested my money a little better. Um, would have been would have uh, said learn learn about finances and how money works a little better earlier. Um, now I've got a pretty good handle on it. And I, I, I do reinvest a lot of my money still. I, I just believe in rapid growth. As I get money in, I'll put a little bit away and I'll throw a bunch back into me and my business, my personal development, my business, my team, my team training. And that's able to make us hockey stick so quick, right? Um, but I would have definitely said, use your money better, 100%. And start reading earlier. I would have started reading earlier, for sure. I didn't really start reading until like three years ago, three and a half. That's um, great advice, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just starting to read more now too. I try and uh, try and just do 10 pages a day and I feel like that's getting me good momentum. Yeah, 10 pages a day, that's, um. do you do the Andy Frizzella 75 hard? Are you doing that? No, I've seen that a bunch of times, man. Dude, but, uh, 
That's I don't want to. I don't want to skip a, a cheat meal or not have a beer or a glass of like. I feel like I I sacrificed that type of stuff so long when I was doing like jujitsu tournaments and boxing that kind of stuff. Ah, true. I'm like, yeah, you know, like I don't. I don't want to give up, like, especially when I'm working my ass off and it's COVID, I can't travel. I'm like, you know, a burger and a beer or a yeah. glass of wine for me. Like, I, I don't I don't want to cheat myself of that when yeah. I want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we actually just had our restaurants open up here. I haven't been to a restaurant in three and a half months. Three and a half fucking months. And I was <laughs> like, but I just found out last week that an hour away, they have a border town and... They've been open the whole time. Nobody told uh, me because I don't watch the news. So I don't know. Right. <laughs> that's that's literally how much I live by what I say. I literally don't even know what's going on an hour away from me because I don't watch the news because I'm so focused on what I'm doing. But I then that. I actually so I actually got a date lined up for tomorrow. First date restaurant tomorrow doing it. I'm having some drinks because it's been a while. Right. Yeah. But I've also earned that, dude. I, I don't just. I don't just say, hey, I'm going to go and do this. And then I still have a sales masterclass um, on Saturday uh, because there was a bunch of fires uh, in Australia. Do you know okay. about that? Yeah, no. there was a bunch of fires. A lot of people lost their homes. And do you know who Eli Wilde is? No. He's uh, Tony Robbins' top closer. He was Tony. He's closed like over nine figures for Tony. So there's him. And then there's the other guy, Matt Ryder. Um, they go by the sales sniper because he used to be a sniper and now he does sales training. Um, and it was like $27 for the masterclass. I donated a hundred. I got like 10 other people to sign up for it. And um, so I'm just going to go and do that still. And even on a Saturday, like I'm still reinvesting into myself. It might be, a, and it's only a hundred dollars, but how much do you think that goes a long way to help those families over there in Australia? Right. And they, I think they got like almost 200 signups. So nice. And that's all going to go back and help them out. And at the same time, I'm going to get some more. I'm going to skill up while I'm helping other people, uh, other people with, with their current situations. And even though it's, it might only be $100, but $100 goes a long way. I agree, man. I think that's awesome. I actually saw that on your uh, Facebook page. Yeah, I'm going to check it, it out. Last Maybe night. I'm checking that too. Yeah, dude, it might as well. And even, even if you don't attend it right away and you watch the recording, at least you donated $27 to help some families. Like, yeah, that's no, I thing. agree. And I found a little bit more that I help people. The more that I help people, the more money I make. As, as cliche as that fucking sounds, I just started helping more people. And all of a sudden, I just started making more money. And it's like that that there is a big takeaway right there. Just I love sucks. that. Like if you actually truly want to help people and you actually do it, you, you'll get returned. Somehow the universe works in mysterious ways thousand percent agreement i think that's a, a, a great point to end things on so in closing here talk a little bit about um you, how people can work with you how people can find you what kind of services you can offer them yeah so if you need some marketing systems when it comes to online or follow-up email text automation stuff like that um if you need some help with your crm uh and if you just uh and just need a full need a well-oiled machine we'll set up multiple marketing channels we can discuss what that looked like um you can go to uh newworldmarketingorder.com um or if you can you can go to uh let me i just changed my instagram handle actually over i got a brand new one um i think it's billy the bat because i'm trying to find the i'm trying to find the billy bat actual handle and the guy who has it is an inactive uh, user uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to find it so I can buy it off them. So yeah, Billy the Bat, B-A-T-T, -T, 
Um, that's a brand new Instagram. You can find me there or you can find me newworldmarketingorder.com and just fill out the form and I'll get notified. Um, and you can check us out on uh, the New World Marketing Order podcast on iTunes or Apple as well. And if you find some value, leave me a five-star review and it helps us grow as a podcast. Awesome, man. Obviously, I'll put all those links for everything in the show notes. So if somebody's listening to this, go see the show notes, click away. It'll bring it right over there too. But I love it, man. This has been awesome. I've been looking forward to uh, to talking to you again and working with you and getting to know you a little bit. You're a grinder, man. I like your attitude. I like your hustle. I like your humor. Um, Any final thoughts before I let you go? No, man, just... uh... Just, you know, there's a, I think I dropped a lot of different nuggets on this freaking show, actually. You did. Now, now, now I think about it, I'm like, man, I just dropped a, that was a $2,500 console. Right <laughs> Damn, dude. I was like, yeah, no, uh, just put in some work. Um, do, do good at what you do. Help some people. And um, if you find that you're struggling right now, just know that that doesn't last forever. Just like if you're winning, that doesn't last forever. You need to, like, success is, rent is due every day. So show up and show up and shut up and get it done. I love it, man. That's awesome. Billy Bat, you definitely bring your A game. Thank you for being a guest today. Have yeah. a great weekend. It's awesome meeting you. Yes. Cool. <laughs>